Also, P.S. Season 3 out February 20th. February 20th! Be there or be square. Or be round or triangular. Or, uh, or shaped like an hourglass if you like It's horizontal a shape. My name's Arabella. And my name's Nathan. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to The, the Down Ho. What's up, guys? Hi. <laughs> <laughs> well, you make me sound like, like I don't know, like a, like a Ulta employee. So anyways, here's the best skincare for your acne-ridden face. Since it looks like the crater of the moon. They always roast you in front of You know, I feel like you need the crater filler. (laughs) It's got a picture of Neil Armstrong on the bottle. (laughs) It'll really smooth you out and just add that color and pop like the moon. From the skincare line that brought you Mortician Works. Bring some life to that dead, crusty skin of yours. You look like a snake that's shedding. Or, you know, maybe the snake part's not too off for some of our listeners. Anyway, (laughs) with that hot take, Mm. it's the Christmas episode. If you're listening to this on Christmas, God, your life must be so sad. Like, imagine, like, you're just sitting in a dark room and you have, like, some eggnog. And you just, like, knock it back. And then it's like... Hi, my name's Nathan. And my name's Arabella. And you're listening to... Oh, down. Like, imagine... That's depressing. That's depressing. Or maybe, like, it's being played at, like, a family gathering. So, anyways, we hope you're having a happy holiday Merry, season. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Chrysler. Happy Honda days. I think we made that joke this time last year. but Probably. <laughs> some jokes just never get old. We have some stories to start it off with, just some, like, holiday stories about life. So, I I guess I want Nathan to start it off. So, so I got a snake. Not <laughs> your, it's It's not your ex. It's not, it's not my ex. Just, it's a ball python. So. Maybe it's Maybelline. Maybe it's a ball python with extraordinarily moisturized skin. You never know. <laughs> so, Arabella and I, we roll it into the Pet Smart. She does not know that I am planning to purchase a snake, even though I was like, yeah, I might I might get one. Just didn't cross her mind. I have a basket full of supplies, and I'm, like, looking at the snakes, and the lady comes and she's like, ah, so which one do you settle on? It still has not hit Arabella. We have the snake in the little snake container, walking the out, and she's like, wait, box. wait, you're actually getting it? And I'm like, you didn't, you didn't. That, that that didn't cross your mind? But it was like a holiday movie. Like, it was pouring rain, and we're just walking with our new baby and putting... Ends up crying in the car on the way okay, to listen. my house. So, you know me. I do not have any paternal instincts. I am not one for children. But anyways, I was sitting there, and I was just looking, and, like, the snake was, like, drawing with his little nose on the steam in the little to-go carton, and I was like, oh, my gosh. I'm going to be the best parent. Like, I was having my little, like... You are everything I dreamed of. I'm gonna cry over to me. And Nathan was like, I'm like, are you crying? Yes. She's <laughs> just so beautiful. Oh. And meanwhile, the snake's like, I thought I was an apex predator. Why am I in a little like tofu carton looking? <laughs> Why am I in a green bean to go box? So there was no room at the PetSmart Inn, but we went to Nathan's house, and so I have the snake, because, you know, snakes get a little chilly, they're chilly babies, swaddled in my flannel. So I'm just, like, walking up, and his grandma's there, and the grandma, you know, runs up, gives me a hug, 
and I go to give her a hug too and she's like oh my gosh what do you have in your arms like didn't know a baby a puppy what so I just pull back the hood of like the flannel that was covering and I was like a ball python and there was just this look of confusion and I'm horror I'm like, um, what now oh what now and yeah and then we we sort of had our own little nativity scene of watching this cute little snake so how's it going how's how is Cinna snickerdoodle thompson very happy Cinna has become very very acclimated to the handling and all that stuff i'm very grateful to to have my little baby i've wanted one for a long time just very very friendly Hasn't tried to bite me, hasn't done anything like that. A little skittish about the fast moves like most are. Man, imagine if Michael Jackson did a moonwalk by that guy. He did a smooth criminal. <sighs> ba, ba, da, ba, da, ba, ba. Yeah, that's Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> so, I was yeah. doing smooth criminal. You did oh. Pirates of the Caribbean. That's your own fault. Punk. Get to get along with me, it's for the child. So, speaking of the animals that we hold near and dear to our hearts, my family decided to go through a drive-through nativity. And I have a dog named Amai, and she is a 90-pound, like, built like an absolute tank Labrador retriever. Like, this dog is a panzer. So, anyways, we're driving through the nativity, and it's advertised, like, oh my gosh, there's 200 people, there's a ton of animals there. And, you know, biblical story, what animals are there? Cow. Fish. Incorrect. Fish. The answer is lots of sheep, lots of goats, camels. Kamal. So, um, anyways, Amai, we just have the window cracked a little bit. And Amai has stuck her little head out the window. And my mom's in the passenger sheet. She is in my mom's lap. And then we, um... Anyways, we drive, and there's a camel just, like, sitting there. And this this buddy is just, like, side-eyeing Amaya, like, what's going on? And Amaya is just having this look of, like, pure existential crisis on, like, what is this big, fuzzy, scoliosis dog? Why is Humpy Dog? <laughs> Why is Humpy Dog? And, and then, like, she can't tell whether she needs to bark at Humpy Dog or, like, scream or run or fight. But we just drive on. And, and that's that's... That was a mice fun thing, but you know, there's humpy dog and there's floor poopy, so <laughs> why don't you enlighten us about the funny holiday story you chose for this episode? So floor poopy. <laughs> Thank you for your time. We're we're over here at the Targay and uh call goes over the radio. Code hey, um <laughs> Code Brown can, can, in town. Can someone go check out uh, the outside of the bathroom? There's something going on over there. So I'm like, oh, is it like probably a missing kid or like an abandoned cart or something like that? I walk over. A missing kid or an abandoned cart, you know. Oh, no, it's floor poopy. <laughs> so Grace and I, Grace has been on the, the show a few times. We're over here and Grace is fixing to go on her lunch break. So she just stands there and makes me do the cleaning up of floor poopy. I've got my mask on. I've got my gloves on because it's a biohazard. You gotta, you gotta like follow proper protocol. And full on, we had to use the little like dusty thing. We had to use the scraper. I had to scrub the floor with bleach to get up floor poopy. My question is, who in their right mind goes to the bathroom? It's always the women's bathroom. If I'm being honest. And it's a Target. That's a classy supermarket. It's not like Walmart. Like, Walmart, it's like, it's it's Mad Max. It's like a wasteland. But, like, Target? But, like, 
someone went, it was outside the women's because it was like a little ways in there too. Somehow stepped in the poopy and it looked like there was like, it was like tread marks taking it out. Someone I had to go. Went running. <laughs> I don't get it. But that's, that's the story of floor poopy. So if this was you, if you're hearing this floor poopy bandit, clean up your crime next time. Do the crime pay the time. Time in the stall. Clean it up. Poopy bandit. <laughs> the brown bandit. Bro, I, I straight up need an inhaler. That made me laugh. <laughs> Freaking brown bandit over here. You may have a bandit. I have an escape artist. So, this story did not happen to me. Once again, it happened to my mom. So, she was doing laundry today, you know. And water's on. It's filling with soap. She's putting clothes in. Oh. Wait, there's still room at the top. I can put some more, do a full load, you know, work smarter, not harder. Full loads are always best. Yeah. So, uh, my cat's just chilling on the washer, you know, just, she normally does. She likes to hang on the dryer and watch the birds through the window. Mom goes away <laughs> and she just, you know, picks up the extra clothes, chucks them in the washer and then closes the lid and it starts the cycle. And then you start to hear, um, like, this weird sort of a banging. So, like, give us a bang sound effect. Like, so, like, that's going on inside the dryer, which is, you know, something's wrong. So, uh, mom opens it, and she finds Ruth, my little odd, peculiar little thought, bird cat. I thought it was in the washer. Yeah, it was in the washer. You said it was in the dryer. Gazoon type. So, she was in the dryer. Ah! Okay. She was in the washer. She was in the washer. I'd be terrible at court giving an alibi. So, turns out Ruth was standing on the wet, mushy, dirty clothes soup and drinking the water that was filling up the washer. <laughs> and then she got a little spooked when she realized, uh, you know, I can't get out of here. <laughs> so, so, um... Long story short, uh, make sure that your cats are hand wash only and not machine washer, okay? Shaking around in the dryer because, oh my god, oh, I can't get out of here. Oh, crap, please help me. <laughs> uh, so, you know, that may have been traumatic for Ruth, but do you know what was traumatic for us? Uh, it was our Spotify wraps. Alright, so, as you know, Spotify oh, wrap happened. And uh, we've never been the same since. So, so I'm going to go through my top artist and top songs, top genre and minutes listened. And then we're going to just compare a little bit. So my top artists Mine were Phoebe Bridgers, number one, Lana Del Rey, number two, uh, number three, Mitski, number four, Adam Melikor, and number five is Girl in Red. And then my top songs are Freaking Out on the Interstate, Bad Idea, and I cannot pronounce the third one because it's in Spanish. And I don't speak Spanish but it's a really good song from the 80s. Number four is I Can't Handle Change, and number five is Miss. Top genre is indie pop, and I've listened for 7,718 minutes because I use music because I'm too cheap to pay that 99 cents. I don't know what a bank account is. 99 Dog. cents. Dog. <laughs> I don't know. Isn't that how much it is a month for premium? It's, it's $10 a month. Oh, my gosh. That is X. X. Your student, it's $5 a month. Yeah. So you're too. All right. So my top artists were Lil Nas X, Post Malone, Hozier, Ed Sheeran, and Mother Mother. Wow, surprise. Uh, my top songs were Montero, Wow. It's that one by, by Snoop Dogg and Meek Mill. I can't, I can't say that. 
and then it was Numb slash Encore, and then Rockstar. And I've listened for 21,528 minutes, and my top genre was dance pop. I was also in the top 0.5% of Lil Nas listeners. So, like, you honestly sort of deserve a medal for that. Like, IMO. And then we did, like, a blend thing. So can you pull up the blend and I'll... So we had a 73% taste match. Top shared genre was dance pop. And top shared artists were Hozier, Taylor Swift, and Harry Styles. So we're, like, stupidly basic on that. So what what songs are on our blend? Can you pull that on up? our blend, let's see. There's over 100 songs. I'm not yeah, going to read them all. I know, but just, like, let's give, like, the top 10, I guess. I hate our blend, if I'm being honest. <laughs> I have not listened to it once. So, so we have Arsonist Lullaby, Stigma, <laughs> Summerland, Montero. Call Me By Your Name. Still Don't Know My Name, Labyrinth, Astronaut on the Ocean, Wolfgang by Stray Kids, Havana, and Malibu, Malibu Shape of You, Angela, single version. That's a good one. Electric Love, Pierre, We've already gone Hot over, Rod, over 10. Marbles by The Amazing Devil, which has Yaskier from The Witcher as the lead singer. Jeffrey Bezos. So, so that's our blend. How do you feel about that? I don't like it. I don't listen to it. Honestly, <laughs> there's too much of your taste of music <laughs> on there. And I kind of, I don't like the songs you listen to. You know to. what I'm sad about? My opera and classical music didn't even make it on there. And I listen to that stuff like every time I get ready. Like I'm just in there. <laughs> Everyone in my house must think I'm a nightmare. So music is not the only fine art that There's we have. There's our Botify Slim. <laughs> we have invested in. We've also done a stupid amount of Christmas movies together. So there's three that we're going to review. Not a stupid amount. We've done like four. Three. Two. That's one. not a stupid we're amount. We're going on a trip. Listen, Christmas movies, what's your thoughts on them? Because, like, I like them, but they're nothing They're good that... during the Christmas season, but they're honestly kind of crappily made. They get really repetitive. So... It's either <coughs> Baby Jesus, I fell in love with someone, or my grandma died, Baby Jesus, and I fell in love with someone all in one. And also, like, some weird allegory about Santa Claus. You're forgetting the whole Santa Claus genre. So... That's, I mean, the whole point of Christmas at this point. And that al- is fair. Also, there's also, like, the good ones where it's, like, kid gets, like, left at home. And Christmas vacation. Goes psychopath on several people. So, let's, I guess let's start off with... We'll start off, start off with Low Par Express. Yeah. So, so, we went to see Polar Express at, at the Tennessee, Tennessee Theater. Theater which right. is funny, because it's normally watched in kindergarten classrooms, but we watched it in, like, a nice, a nice solid venue, which is, it just seemed like... It was wrong. I had a lot of fun, and I, I enjoyed it. It, it was a very good movie, but, but it also felt like surreal. like that whole experience felt like a dream. It's an okay movie. It's kind of terrifying, honestly. It is a horror movie. Can we talk about that? Because like, it's filmed like a horror movie. And here's the thing: so we have like death drops. A, they kidnapped a kid. Yeah, straight up. They kidnapped a kid. But like, think of it: that to do death back. drops, like or not death drops, but like you know, like there's the terrifying swoops down. There's it's like a the child coaster, abduction. Right? There's the creepy elf that's like, trust me. And he just sounds like he would sell you nicotine underage. They could have died several times. And like, they have to pole. walk across that pole. Like, that would have been terrifying. It's like, that's not meant to be a... Uh, and they like, talk about poverty a lot, too, which yeah, is sad. That's not to be like, meant to be like a building up experience. <laughs> that's like terrifying. It could be like the backstory for Ocean's <laughs> Eleven. <laughs> like, hey, kid, you want to go to the North Pole? It's just like, it's not, it's not cool. But like, they... They go to the North Pole, and it's like, <laughs> and it's like, like they could have died. They got kidnapped. They got flung up in the air, and like, 
the little weird kid was trying to kill the poor kid, and it's like that's not cool. <laughs> the part where they're in the the bag, and he's I was like, expecting it's a, got my leg, it's got my leg. Like that I was expecting sense. a fist fight there. But you no. know how many of you wanted to punch that one kid? When you like, you like the train? I like trains. It's a Model T train forward with the with the. I like the trains. And it's like shut up, little fart face. Shut up. Shut, shut up. up. Four eyes. What you shut up, do? fart face. Look at me, magnified, bro. I just know he has transition lenses. I just know it. He's what, like four, and he has transition lenses. <laughs> like, come He's on, got, dude. He's got like bifocals, trifocals. He got the quad focals up in here. He's like got to flick down the different <laughs> lenses for the different it's things. It's like at the eye doctor when they do the test. He's like, this one is for reading. Flick. This one is for running, even though I don't do that. Flick. So, so that was Polar Express. Then you have Holiday and Handcuffs. Each year it's our tradition. This to... is another kidnap movie. Yeah, it is. Why is that the theme? So it's our tradition to watch one really bad, like, Hallmark-esque movie. Every single one of these movies has a kidnapping. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yo, what? what is it with Christmas movies and kidnapping? Well, if you think about Christmas, it's like some Wait, fat guy Home Alone. Goes down your... Home Alone, then again. Kidnapping. Oh, my God. Wait, the Santa Claus, they sort of kidnapped. Santa Claus, they, they, they kind of the like... Because they have the manhunt. They have the manhunt. Like, oh my gosh. Okay, uh, oh! what about Christmas Story? There's not one in that. No, but there's like a hostage situation for a while in his little fantasy. Like, you know, in Red Rider, like, that's sort of... That's... What is it with Christmas movies and violence? Yo, watch the Christmas Chronicles if you want Ghetto Santa is all I gotta say. Those uh, are actually that, really good. That one's pretty good. It has Kurt Russell in it, that's what matters. I like that one. I like the prison scene in that one, which I love. <laughs> So, so holiday in handcuffs, oh basically the gist of it, this lady gets broken up with. So she decides to kidnap a restaurant patron and force him to come and she's to... she's a waitress. She's a waitress. She forces him to come to Christmas with her family in a cabinet in the woods. So she forces him to come to the woods for Mind Christmas you, with her like family. Mind you, relaxing getaway where there's no Wi-Fi, no contact with the outside world, and it's just... So the main gist of it, by the end, he's fallen in love with her. Like, they get the police called on them and everything, but like, then he's like, no, I'm not. He acquitted her of charges, and then, like, for years, they don't see each other, but she's fallen for him, and he's fallen for her. He breaks up with his fiance, Who's, like, rich, and, like... To get with his kidnapper. That's not a fulfilling good ending. That's unhealthy. And then, like, he has, she does art, and she has an art gallery show, and she has this whole, like, blue is the warmest color moment. And he, he buys her painting, and he starts an art gallery, and he's like, this is ours now, baby. And I'm like, dog! Don't no, look. she's crazy. And like, there's all it just, and then there's this whole scene. She has like a temper tantrum because they let him put the star on top of the Christmas tree, and she doesn't get that. And I, I forgot like the point. This of is that. not a fulfilling good movie. She is mentally unstable. I mean, in so, are you. so many ways. Also, like, there's what like, is attractive about that? I mean, ask yourself that, dog. <laughs> but no, um, you're better than her. Is the thing. She has a bad perm for half of it, and that's a ma- that's more of a plot line than the actual legal issues. So it's just straight up not cool. Yeah. So then there's Christmas Vacation. That's a classic. This one, my favorite of it all. It was Grace's first time watching it, and honestly, that brought me so much joy seeing her reaction because we were with her when yeah. we watched it. Christmas Vacation is there's no bad parts of it. It's it's, it's very cheesy, but it's just it's a good movie. It's my favorite. I don't know, like, what we need to even talk about. It's just so well done, and I totally get... Crackhead man kidnaps bad boss at the end of it, and they, like, cops break into the house, want to beat up bad boss, too, because he's bad. It's fundamentally a little anti-capitalist, which cracks me up. It's not anti-capitalist. It's pro-capitalist. It's pro-capitalist, but it's, like, it's unionizing, bro. They sort of unionize. It's it's capitalist (laughs) unionization. 
Yeah, and that... They want everyone to be able to be wealthy and put in their swimming pool. I love that. Here we know the Christmas There's a spider up there, look. Funk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he straight up died. Hold on, I gotta, like, put him out of his misery. Sorry, bud. So, what happened? There was a, a spider on Nathan's windshield, and he turned his... I turned my windshield back and I, like, flick him off, and it, like, eject. it smudged him. So I had to, like, stick my finger out there. I squished qu- him with my finger. I feel bad now. Ugh, yeah. I have the spider touch. <sighs> it's like the cheese touch, but... So Merry Christmas, guys. Merry Christmas. Happy Happy, happy Chanukahs to that all. Hanukkah already happened, like, three months, two ha- weeks ago. Happy Christmas to all. all and to all... Have uh, a bad night, because we hate you, because you don't buy merch. Buy our Merry merch. Merry Christmas, guys. Buy our merch, <laughs> so we love you. Or else, you know Christmas vacation? It's not a, it's not a threat. It's a promise. <laughs> What's tooting? It's the motors for my my windshield wiper fluid. I don't like that.